0: it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode.
1: This episode has been brought to you by The Afterlight Institute. The Afterlight Institute is a community of teachers and students seeking to expand their spiritual gifts and their inner wisdom on the road to illuminating their forgotten selves. Offering online courses, in-person retreats, live events, online expositions, and more, The Afterlight Institute is a safe and inclusive space for all. To learn more, head to theafterlightinstitute.com.
0: Lauren Grace here and welcome to the show I'm joined today by Susan Bennett Fisher and Martin Fisher and they are the co-founders and teachers of body of nine body of nine is an innovative body-based personality assessment that through your posture body type and how you physically express yourself identifies your natural number this gives you an experience of your innate self Taking your understanding of who you are to a whole new level with over 30 years of combined research and experience with body of nine their work has led to many new discoveries and a deeper understanding of the importance power and impact of knowing your natural number and learning to consciously use this aspect of your body. Since 2012, Susan and Martin Fisher have been working to identify over 8,000 people from all over the world, me included, and to build and share the understanding of how the body of nine shows up in so many aspects of human experience. Susan and Martin are joining me today to talk about Body of Nine, what is your natural number and how knowing your natural number can help you bridge deeper and make more meaningful connections. Welcome to the show, you two. Thank you so much for being here. Happy to be here.
1: Yes, glad to make the connection.
0: So this is obviously a spiritual podcast, and I'm not sure whether or not you would put Body of Nine into sort of the spiritual realm. It's definitely a little bit out there, but I love to find out from my guests about where their spiritual journey began. So before we sort of find out how you got introduced to the Body of Nine concept, did do you identify with being spiritual? How did that journey sort of start for you? When did you start to uh, understand that energy was something that you needed to pay attention to?
1: My first experience with my spiritual nature was um, on a rooftop after I punched my sister when I was about 12 years old, my mother sent me to my room for punching my sister about as hard as I could, because she pissed me off for something. And I got out there and the stars were out that night, like I had never seen them. And I sat out on the, uh, the gutter outside my window. And I got a message from the universe saying, you need to understand your power and use it for good you're here to do something very very important and that landed in my body and you know i I didn't even know what to do with it at the time but it's something that stayed with me since that since that day that i had a bigger purpose than just eat sleeping and raising kids raising kids and so that has stayed with me and i kind of lost my connection to that bigger spiritual thing out there until i woke up in my late 30s and realized I was married to an abusive, drug addict, alcoholic, and that needed to change. Mm -hmm. And when I started the journey of recovering myself from that situation was when I reconnected to my spiritual nature. Mm -hmm. And that came for me through having my natural number six identified as part of a leadership training program that was taking. When my sixness was acknowledged, it gave me permission to be the powerful person that I am, that this power and this significance was built into my body and had come with
2: me since birth. And I found my spiritual nature, we found it about 15 years ago. Uh, When I was 12, I had my first really deep spiritual experience and the connection to something bigger that was able to communicate with me, which for a 12 year old was kind of startling, but at the same time very reassuring. And I did my the normal process of you know going to school, going to work. And then in the late 2005-ish, I decided it was time to reconnect to my spirituality um, just because it felt like the right thing to do. And through a series of trials and errors, Susan and I ended up back together in 2008. And we really started digging into our own spirituality and humanity's spirituality by you know, the work that we're doing now with Body of Nine.
1: Yeah, I think the concept that our body mind and spirit are separate things is is really not true so if you're just living in your body however it happens to be equipped you're having a spiritual experience
2: we like the term physio spiritual because we believe that people have this physio spiritual reality that is both and with consciousness and all the other bits and pieces but as susan said we do not believe at all that our body is separate from our spiritual nature
0: I know that a big part about the work that you do is really getting to know your body. And um, I know that you do assessments with people where you actually start to look at their body and the way that they carry themselves and their mannerisms and things. And we're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But I think it's important that we kind of go back and we identify, you know, what is this whole body of nine concepts, Susan, you threw it. your natural number six, I know our listener at home is going, what's a natural number six? We're going to get to all that in just a moment. But, you know, where did you get introduced to the body of nine concept? And what is it exactly? Is it like a personality test, but for bodies?
1: Uh, For me, I found out about as part of a leadership training program where I was becoming a a life coach and the people who'd made the first observations about the reality that there are nine physiologically different kinds of people. They made it from a combination of using the Enneagram and martial arts, and they made observations that people did the same weird things based on how they had identified them when they were doing some martial arts exercises. And this translated for them into maybe there's a difference, a physical difference between people that's consistent. And they began researching it, and I worked with them for nine plus years. And in 2012, Martin and I decided to research this much more significantly um, as as body of what became Body of Nine.
2: Yeah, we were lucky enough to go to Burning Man, the festival in the desert, in 2012. And at that point, we realized that not only is the concept that there are nine different kinds of people validatable, but also you can see it in people's bodies. And you know, we were lucky enough to get the ideas from the people that taught Susan about the nine different kinds of people, but for... Between t- between 2012 and 2018, we actually did the work to figure out okay, what were the specific physiological differences between people. And then we listened to people tell us about their reality because the bottom line is, even though there's 7 billion people in the world, however many, we actually come with one of nine earth suits, if you will, one of nine natural numbers, your body chooses, we don't know how, which natural number is going to be yours for your life. And when you're born, the way that your senses inform you and the way that you move how you interact with other people how you process data literally what you care about is completely informed by your natural number it is your nature which is why we use the term natural number it gives you your natural processes it gives you your natural things that you want to do
1: things you're good at without having to work at them mm-hmm. it's different than a personality assessment system because it comes at the analysis from a really different Direction. So, what we did was look at 8,000 bodies and look for the commonalities within the body. And then we would talk to those people and ask them, well, what's it like to live in your kind of body? And then we distilled this down into very specific descriptions of each of the natural numbers. But if you look at a Myers Briggs or any type, uh, what they have done is come in by asking a lot of questions and then grouping people based off how they answered questions. And this brings the mind into the process. And so how we want to be seen, how we, our mothers think we should be seen, starts to play into how we answer the questions. And so you don't get a pure body based read on what's really important to somebody and how they show up and what they're good at.
0: I love that. Well, I do want to find out from you in a few minutes, whether or not you engage with people differently once you assess them, because it's pretty hard to ignore their body, especially if you're going to be meeting them in person. But before we get to that, Martin, you did sort of mention that you believe that, um, you know, it's important to be in your body and also to honor your spirit, the combination of the two. What do you think happens when people ignore one or the other?
2: I would point out the way the world is today to answer that question,
0: (laughs) which is what
2: (laughs) a complete mess, a bit messy. (laughs) It's a complete mess. So um, we find that when we work with people, they feel honoured for the first time because the numbers don't repeat in families, which means you and your siblings and your parents all have a different natural number. Which means people are never honoured for who they are. People's gifts are never honoured for what they are, and Each of us has a spiritual component and each of us has a physical practice, the way we move, how we do things. If you don't acknowledge the reality that there is more than just the physicality of this world, you're missing an enormous amount of information, enormous amount of energy and an enormous amount of love, honestly, that the universe gives to us. That if you don't understand or don't connect to your spiritual side, You're not aware of that love. You're not aware of all the things that you can be bigger than. We like to use the phrase, don't disbelieve. Because each of us has this superpower, which is directly tied to our bodies and our spirituality and all the energy that surrounds us, whether you think of them as angels or guides or, or or just energy. If you're not aware and able to interact at some level, then you're just stuck in a physical reality that doesn't fulfill you.
1: Well, it's not complete and it's not as complete. it turns out. Uh, one of the interesting things Lauren is that the even numbers experience their spiritual nature more through the body and the odd numbers experience their spiritual nature more in the entity of who they are. And so that can also influence how we think of our spiritual nature. So people that are more body-based, the even numbers have a tendency to say, well, I connect to non embodied energy well it, as, as energy and not as they're a guide or an angel or so the, the, the odd numbers tend to personify those uh, energetic connections differently. And I think that we're also each accessing a different frequency. I think there are nine frequencies and depending on how your body is equipped and activated it's sensing into one set of data and it doesn't include all the nine sets of data.
2: So the messiness comes from not being on it, not accepting that other people have a gift for us, even though they're different than us mm-hmm. and this lack of comfort that we can have when we actually acknowledge each other, when people accept that my job is to do my thing and your job is to do your thing. And somebody else's job is to give me their gift, then you can have a reasonable conversation because you can not be fear based. You can look at your beliefs and make sure that you chose them. They weren't given to you by somebody else. And you could acknowledge that humanity is a wonderfully fantastic gift for everybody on the planet that you really have to step out of the day to day, you know, get up drudgery, do whatever you need to do and reach for a a higher place. Perhaps is the way Mm. I could phrase that. And I think our spirituality helps us get towards those higher places.
0: Yeah, I agree. I love that. Susan, one of the things that I love that you mentioned as well with the personality tests that uh, are very common, like the Myers-Briggs test that you you talked about, you know, it's using words. And so I find that sometimes as well, when there are words at play, that words can have different meanings and different interpretations for different people. But one of the things that you kind of made me think about was that you can't really fake your body and the way that you're you're standing and the way that you carry yourself and the way that you know you're sort of naturally and subconsciously behaving and so i guess that brings me to my next question as well which is a bit about how you go about determining Somebody's natural number. Now, for our listener at home, Martin Susan and I actually caught up uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, they were connecting with me over Zoom and they were giving me a body assessment. And now I live on a farm. And so I think that my the quality of my picture isn't always great. So I think that um, there was probably a little bit of pixelation there. But one of the things that you guys had me do for you was some different actions. I felt like I was twerking at some point. I felt like I was um, needing to really like hyper-focus on my different ways of breathing. And you guys sort of seemed a little bit stumped about, you know, my natural body number initially and then you know I would say that you definitely nailed it in the end can you talk to me and um, our listener at home a little bit about that process a little bit about you know the whole idea that it's pretty hard to to fake things that are within your body and then maybe as well a little bit about why there might have been some difficulty in in originally sort of categorizing me.
1: That was a lot of questions, but I'll do my best here.
0: I know they always tell you, I mentioned this before in radial school. They're like, only ask one question and I I know better, so (laughs) I apologize for that. Anything you don't answer, I'll bring it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So when I'm identifying somebody, I'm looking at their body. So every natural number has specific body shape, specific muscle tone in the face, shape of the face, eye quality. So, and the movement center is located, co-located that, so there's a set of muscles, bones and fascia where you move from, depending on what your natural number is. You gesture at the height of your natural number, typically, and in a particular way, depending on what your natural number is. So there's all these physical clues. There's also an energetic signature and the things you say and the way that you say them are also indicators so what we look for is a preponderance of all these things to be true so when i was working with you i saw one thing to start i was like well what is that sometimes i'll see something and i'm not exactly sure what it is right away and so i'll have you do this movement or that movement depending on what i thought i saw and if your body's able to do that we'll continue down that direction Whereas if your body's not able to, we have to keep looking for other things. And that was kind of a, like how the journey was with you. We tried something. it sort of worked, but it didn't quite. And, and even when we talk to you about it afterwards, if you don't seem or you don't feel fully acknowledged to us, we keep working mm-hmm. until we get to that till we nail it, as you said, you know, mm-hmm. and, and then once I've got it, it's like, oh, everything falls into place. Because when I look at you, because we're on Zoom and I'm able to do that, The tremendous similarities, you and I are not the same age at all, nor do we have the same coloring, but the structure of our face, because we share natural number six is really similar. We have these sort of jolly cheeks that go between the nose and the mouth. Our eyes are not really there making connection. They're looking. But when we get excited, they get super intense. Sixes Mm -hmm. are intense, fast people whose voices carry. And we have those things in common.
2: And also, we're very careful about language because, as you said, the words that we use mean something different. In fact, nine different things.
1: Yeah. Especially words like energy, intuition, spirituality, body-based, energy, purpose. Those things mean something Certainty. really. Pretty much every yes. word you
2: can think of that helps define our reality means something different to each of us. And you're probably aware that between fifty percent and eighty percent of our communication is body-based. Mm. The rest of it is split between tone and the words we use, and so. If we're not in our bodies and inhabiting our bodies and knowing who our, what our bodies are and we can't communicate clearly over the frequency we're doing, our bodies don't really work too well together. Sometimes I'm surprised we can talk to each other and understand each other at all because we are so different in how we use our bodies, what our tone means. You and Susan are much faster you know, tonally and you mo- move at a faster pace than some of the other natural numbers mm-hmm. and even the words we use. So. All these things come together, and when we're working with someone over Zoom, and the energy does transfer over Zoom, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, we, it, it takes time sometimes. Sometimes it's instant. Sometimes it's not. But we keep going until the person we're working with is happy because it's really important that you're happy about what we say.
1: And there is, once it kicks in, there's a state change. Right now I can see you, and you are present in this moment in a really clear way, and I can see that. And that is a very sixth thing to be extraordinarily present in this moment, tuning into what's going on with the energy, what's alive, what's significant. And that's exactly what you're doing. You're leading the listeners on the experiential journey of this moment that we're being together
0: Mm. because
1: that's what sixes do.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Uh, I, I do have a question to you about whether or not, and I think the answer is no, but I still want to ask it if you can maybe be a bit of a combination and i'm i'm only asking that because you identified me as a natural number 6 earlier in our conversation you said that even numbers tend to connect more with maybe energy as a maybe a grouping and not necessarily as an angel or as a spirit guide or you know that sort of thing but i feel that i do connect to entities as well as energy And you had said that that was maybe the characteristics of an odd number. So I guess I'm just sort of curious, you know, are people a natural number, but then they can still take on qualities or characteristics or have mannerisms or inclinations that that are shared with other numbers as well?
2: I think our experience is that the natural number that you have defines and guides your reality the words can be kind of slippery because the numbers that are next to each other, for example, five and six, we care about the same things and support each other more so than say four and nine, bad example. But the numbers that are close to each other have much more similarity in... Um, in, in, in they support each other. Yeah, support each other in purpose, if you will. But how they do their purpose is gonna be very different. I think our understanding is con- it's constantly shifting. We had a very profound experience a couple of weekends ago when we started our latest round of trainings and teachings. We had a whole group of people together physically here in Bozeman, which was awesome. But we learned a lot, and one of the things we learned is that our understanding that when we last talked to you about you know the even numbers being less spiritually um active, if you will, was not as yeah. But I wouldn't even say less spirit. It's just that they we experience
1: the even numbers experience. Through the body. I experience a lot of
0: feeling. So I can understand what you mean by that for sure. Like I can get a vibe right away. I just know the the way that a, a room feels or the way that a person is feeling. So I can see what you mean about that, Susan. I, I understand that
2: for myself. I, I think it's a translational issue and how we use words, because you know my initial number is five, so it's an odd number. And so my experience of the spiritual doesn't come to me as feelings; it comes to me more as uh, voices, to a large extent, and also some sort of some physical, semi-physical manifestation. You know, I will see like a sign, like a sign. Well, like a sign, but when I'm working, if I'm working with people and I'm moving energy off their body or things that perhaps shouldn't be on their body, I basically give them shape, and I can move the shape because I'm. I I find it easier when things that are not corporeal. To give them some sort of imaging that I can move um, rather than just waving my hands and energy. Whereas when Susan's moving energy, moving clouds and things like that, she does it by moving the energy around. So I think it's very much a, a, a how we use words to describe what we're doing, not that we're not doing it.
1: And And our reality that as we have learned to activate all the natural numbers in our body, the bigger and more open to the activation that you are, the more you realize how you are nothing like people who don't share your body type. You know, my experience, for example, this last weekend with natural number nine, for the first time I understood the space that they live in, which is they live like their back is a fulcrum for all that is. So they, that it's a balance point. So they experience the world through the back of the body as a balance point and this just blew me away because as a six, my world is right here in front of me and right here. Uh, if it's not present, you know, it's not here at some, to some degree. And I can learn to expand my awareness, but my God, nines live in the totality of everything. And this is incomprehensible, even though I can say, Oh yes, I'm one with everything. Yes. I know. I, I impact everything <laughs> you intellectual, until you live it. Yeah. And that is what's so much fun about the work that we do is we actually give people a new experience of yeah. what would it be like to live in somebody else's body, so even the, if it's just a baby glimpse.
2: So for example, you know, natural numbers, one, two, three, and four need eye contact. Sometimes when I'm on the dance floor and dancing, I'll activate my number four, and then I look around to see who's gonna make connection with me. And of course, no one does. If I was doing my five thing, no one would care. I, didn't, I wouldn't care. Yeah. But all of a sudden, when I'm activating a different natural number, I take on the characteristics of that natural number. You
1: get a very different experience of life. And mm. and what's beautiful about that is it just keeps expanding your perspective. It's like, oh, wow, you live like that? Okay, so what's that wisdom? What is it, What do I learn from that? Dif- very, very different experience. Mm.
2: And one of the things that we haven't pointed out that should is that the numbers don't repeat in families. Yes, you have. I have pointed that out. Yes, you have.
0: Oh, but it bears repeating as well, which is interesting. Well, it it does, because what
1: happens is we judge other people through our lens. So your mother judges your behavior through her lens and then she puts her judgments, she lays her judgments over your being when what you have done ha- doesn't actually mean what she thinks it means. Yeah. So we can really misinterpret yeah. each other, our loved ones, our parents, our children, and we can cause nurturing level damage because we keep knocking people off their center and uh, take them away from who they are, Mm -hmm. rather than
2: acknowledge this deep body-based reality. And we give love from our natural number center. So we're used to receiving love the way that our parents and our brothers and sisters give us. And we might meet people that don't have a natural number we're familiar with, and no matter how much they may want to connect with us, we might find it hard because we're just not used to that level, that kind of connection. Yeah.
1: This stuff is mind-boggling when you start to see it out in the world. It always, I've been working on it for 20 years. I learn new things about people and about this reality every week that I pay attention. It is constantly teaching me about how to be a better person, how to have better relationships, how to have a bigger and more direct and powerful impact, how to do what I came here to do, how to receive what you came here to do. I mean, it just makes... You happier and have a richer and fuller life. And, you know, like I said, it blows me away all the
0: time. One of the things that, you know, has come to me when you two have just been talking just now is that you seem to live very intentionally. You know, you're talking about understanding that maybe you're, you're raised by somebody with a different number, um, understanding that the people around you are experiencing life through a different way. But it seems to me that you're also very aware of your own position and your own sort of placement in the world and that you're very intentional about how you're showing up. One of the things that I learned from you, Susan and Martin was that You taught me as a six, as a natural number six, that one of the ways for me to be really empowered was to really sit up straight and to almost puff out my chest a little bit. And um, I remember when you mentioned that to me, you had insinuated that I was already carrying myself in a natural way such as that. But I remember that after we met for that whole day, I was hyper aware of, of sitting in that position of, I'm almost over exaggerating that position slightly to just really become and step into my power. And even now talking to you, I'm very aware that, oh, I need to reposition myself. So I'm sitting in my, my position of power. So I guess I want to know from you, you know, working with the body of nine, how important is intentionality? How important is self-awareness? in order to you know, really step into your authentic power? Well, your
1: body position and being aware of it, and, uh, and the, when you get your natural number identified, it creates an activation, sometimes for the first time consciously in your experience. But it gives you something you can keep going back to. So you know you need to go back to lifting, expanding your chest, and that makes you much, much more alive and aware and able to do your job. But a different natural number will do a different physical thing. For example, natural number ones raise their chin, kind of rock the head a little bit and soften their eyes and receive you through honoring eye contact. And that creates the activation in their body from the throat. So our posture turns on our mother's right. You know, that the importance of of sitting up straight is because when you you let your body collapse and then you lift it up, you will naturally activate it because you'll lift from your movement area. And that will naturally empower your body very simply and easily. And we teach that, we call it the collapse and lift exercise. Just collapse the whole body so it's all relaxed. And then breathe in and lift, just let your body lift. And whatever your natural number is, you will be more present.
2: And intentionality is absolutely part of what we do. We have to, uh, we get asked, Energetically, spiritually, if you will, all the time, you know, are we committed to doing this? No answer is always yes, we're, we're completely in. And we believe that what we're doing is helping humanity evolve. I mean, it, it, it sounds like a big statement, but we really believe that people who have made this commitment to finding out who they are and moving forward are part of an evolutionary process. And this is not the only one, of course, mm-hmm. but we found that the people we work with do change, they become more connected to themselves and more not just physically connected, but more spiritually aware. Mm-hmm. And we think that's kind of, you know, it's why we do what we do. And it has to be intentional. We really have to know who we are. You have to know where you are before you're going somewhere, because otherwise you never know which
1: way you go. Right. And so the, you, first, it's that intentional activation of self. But then you can learn to int- intentionally activate the other parts of the body. And what's, what's interesting is Martin and I actually approach it a little bit differently, which is I make the physical adjustment to my body. And then i bring my intention there and he brings his intention and then then the physical adjustment happens so that may be an odd even thing we don't know I and mean, we're we're constantly researching this work but absolutely lauren intentionality is a huge part of the work that we teach
0: mm. well i remember when we were talking i think i had made a comment about how uh, as a natural number six i can be in sort of intense at times. And so sometimes what I do is I tend to play it down. So what I'll do is I'll sort of shrug my shoulders and almost try to position myself smaller. And you gave me the tip of raising my chin so that my eyes are a little bit more slanted. So I could be a little bit more vulnerable. And it was so funny because that day I actually had an option, an opportunity to practice it out. And so I love how, you know, just getting these small minor adjustments to really be a little bit more hyper aware of my body, because I think that sometimes what we do is we just carry on in the way that we always have. Whereas there's ways that, you know, like you guys have been saying for this whole conversation that you can actually have stronger relationships, stronger connections, you can dissolve what might be a conflicting situation Or you can have difficult conversations by just making these small minor adjustments. So I guess I'm kind of wondering whether or not, you know, as you bring on these characteristics intentionally or or not intentionally or doing it and then realizing that you've done it, you know, do you find that that it's helped you to really step into your power as well?
1: Absolutely. For me, again, it was starting with knowing how powerful I am. And then understanding how that impacts the world around me and then learning about the other eight enriched my way of being with people. So as you say, you know, we could be very intense sixes and we could be louder. Our voices naturally carry because our chest vibrate and I've had to learn, you know, because I've been called loud and fast my whole life long (laughs) and I love that about me so yeah right exactly um and most sixes are called Ask you know slow down be quiet that's you know the, the, those were the admonitions that i experienced most of my life and still do he'll he'll do it all the time i'll put his hand on my knee and say okay you're yelling. You know, and, and to you know that's his <laughs> little signal to t- say take a breath susan
2: <laughs> yeah so so the ability to activate another natural number and when you raise your chin soften your eyes that's activating natural number one Mm -hmm. which is the vulnerability it's the start of connection and one of the things knowing about the nine brings us is the ability to communicate more more clearly with more people because Mm -hmm. while those in our audience that can see susan and see you on moving around and speaking as fast as you do at least hear us speaking as fast as you do Sometimes we have to adjust who we are by doing natural number one or other things so that more people can hear us. Because I can start talking about things from the top of my head. And he'll that, lose us really fast. Natural number five will be nodding sagely and everyone else will be, what, what's he talking about? So, <laughs> so, and, and one of the things that we first thought was, well, when you activate all nine, do you become superpower? And the answer is no, you become karma. You have this ability with all nine in your body. And your body knows how to do the right thing at the right time with the right natural number. And your ego relaxes. It's not a protector. It becomes a companion, helping you make the decision. Your guides, you can talk to your guides and you can, whatever it is you want to do, there's a natural number that's going to help you do it. And it's it's like having another eight tools in your toolbox to interacting with all the people around you.
0: Yeah. It's so funny because I think that, you know, we spend so much effort on developing ourselves mentally. Uh, and for people listening to this podcast developing ourselves spiritually but you know like you said there's a reason why we're in the skin suit right where there's a reason why we're in this body and so it's almost as though we're missing a huge opportunity if we're not taking the time to get to know it if we're not taking the time to 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 be aware of how we're showing up and, and how we're acting and You know, Susan, I know you don't like the term resting bitch face, but I know some people have a face where they rest and they might look a little bit more frightening or they might look a little bit more uninterested than maybe say other people. Would you say that a big part about identifying your natural number is also really going to help you with being able to naturally show up in a world in a way that people are going to feel connected to you? Well,
1: that's an interesting question which is, it depends on who you're standing in front of. And when you learn that, so for for example, if I know I'm standing in front of a person who has natural number one, I immediately rock my head back and soften my eyes immediately. If I'm standing here talking to you, you and I can have a very, very intense, very fast conversation. If it was just you and me, we would be running off and having a great time. Not wow. that we aren't already, but it would be, you know, the intensity level comes up when we do that together. Yeah. Whereas so depending that that ability to modify, how I connect mm. to the person in front of me is what makes it
2: powerful. And I think you know, RBF is one of many ways that people get, mis- get misunderstood. misunderstood. Right. Another one is if you're not looking at me, you're not giving me my you credit. Or you're not being respectful right. and knowing this about yourself, knowing that when you're in your power, people are going to maybe think that's RBF actually still honors you and lets you be in your power right it's on it's their actually issue not yours and you can say look i'm concentrating this isn't RDF, yeah. i'm concentrating so owning your power is an important part of this being honored for who you are and we we touch this again and again because we are not honored for who we are by our parents by our brothers and sisters even by our loved ones and our partners and so the first step is honoring who you are loving who you are
1: and and acknowledging there there is a facial expression of activation A state change when you get activated that your face drops into and that's probably what you're referring to is is the face, for example, of six is. Powerful looking when we are expanded in our chest and it isn't necessarily engaging it isn't necessarily aren't necessarily we don't necessarily look available, the way we would if we were activating 123 or four in our bodies that changes our face and our eyes to be available to others. Mm -hmm. And so that that causes tremendous misunderstandings. And for example, natural number nine face is completely neutral. They most nines learn that they have to put on connector faces in order to fool people into thinking they're paying attention because when they're neutral, the more neutral they are, the more they're paying attention. So they really get misunderstood. So our faces, you know, there's a lot of myths out there about what our expressions mean what our body posture means, how we use our eyes and eye contact, what those things mean. They just get misunderstood because we do them so differently depending on our natural number.
0: You know, one of the things that I really loved talking to you about last time we spoke as well, and I wanted to bring it up today, I guess, is because, you know, when you identify your natural number and, you know, you're pointing out things like, you know, that we're loud and fast, like I definitely can talk loud at times and I'm definitely super fast. I always try to do everything as quick as possible. Sometimes I would say that for me, um, especially maybe the loud part or the intense part has been something that I haven't always wanted to embrace about myself, Uh, you know, especially Mm -hmm. as a, as a woman, you know, being loud is not necessarily feminine and being really intense is sometimes can be misconstrued as being aggressive. But, you know, when I talked to you about it, I was under the impression that these were characteristics that you loved about yourself. And it really kind of helped me to start to look at it in a bit of a different way. So I guess I'm wondering, you know, have you found getting to know your natural number and Martin, feel free to jump in on this question. Also, has it helped you to grow in self-love and compassion and confidence and sort of accepting of yourself because this is who you're naturally are. And so if you're doing anything other than that, you're almost fighting against the flow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I didn't know what it meant to love myself until I found out my natural number.
2: And I echo that completely. The ability to honor who I am and know what my superpower is. Know what comes as my natural purpose.
1: And be willing to give the gift that you offer. If I dumb myself down, if I roll my shoulders, if I try to be quiet, I just look crappy, you know, I feel crappy and my gift doesn't come forward. So it's so important to honor the way in which your body offers that gift to others. It never works to make ourselves smaller or less, less.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that, you know, I think a lot of people are afraid of stepping into their power with power comes responsibility. People will look at you if you're, you know, shining this beautiful light. Uh, But, you know, a lot of people are afraid of playing small. And so, you know, do you think that connecting with your natural number is a, is a subtle, but also not so subtle way of, of deciding that, you know what you, you do want to be empowered. I mean, I know I was working with someone a a little while ago, and one of the things that I said to them was, do you want to love yourself or not? I mean, that's really what it comes down to sometimes. Do you want to grow in this, in this life and be the best you can be and, and honor your mission or your purpose or, or whatever, or, or not?
2: We we find that there's a significant percentage of people that we work with that within a week or two, certainly within a few months, change jobs. And in some major cases, change relationship. Because once your natural number has been identified, it starts a process of you connecting back to yourself. And it's really hard not to be authentic when you know who your authentic self is. And so the people that come to us to get their natural number identified are normally on the start of a journey, but the people that come as friends of those people, also get to be on the start of a journey because we've just found that this really starts you on down this path if you're not already on it, because as I said, you can't not be you.
1: Right. And I want to address also uh, what one of, because we don't get honored as who we are, we often don't know who we are. Most people, when they, for example, use the Enneagram, they self identify as how they've been nurtured, not at their level of their nature. Ah. There's a parallel between your natural and your Enneatype but our nature doesn't support or acknowledge us. And so what happens is when somebody says, don't you want to be authentically you? And you're like, yes, what the hell is that? You know, (laughs) we just don't know, what does it mean to be authentically me? Because, you know, going back to the example with six, my mother was correcting me and telling me to slow down and be more polite, she's a one. She wanted me to honor other people, she wanted me to, bring my creative nature out into the world and do all these things that we're like no i don't know how to do those things i had to do them in my way and it took us a long time in our relationship to establish that mutual respect for each other and the different way that we approach life and that is you know that's very much the, that that finding of your natural number starts to redefine you at the level of your nature and that's the place you are comfortable
2: we kind of half jokingly but not really guarantee that if you have your natural number identified within six months to a year, you're going to be happier and feel more on purpose because you will.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So far, we haven't been to come back and say no. But there might be somebody out there that just doesn't talk to us anymore. But <laughs> but, you know, we have a we hope we seem to hold our connections for quite a long time, you know, a lot of the time. So,
0: well, I like how you told me that, you know, if I kind of sit in this position of power or hold myself in this position of power, that if I'm ever feeling you know not myself if i'm ever feeling maybe a bit anxious or just not you know not flowing like i should that those small readjustments can really help me to realign with my natural ability i remember when i first learned about the disc profile i don't know if the either of you have done work with that but it really was an eye opening experience for me where i start to to understand Not everybody wants to be receiving information in in a direct way. And that's really helped me in a lot of my business relationships, especially to kind of throw in things like, how are you doing, as opposed to just getting directly to the point, how has um, identifying your, your natural number and, um, you know, even being able to identify the other natural numbers within the nine, been able to help you with raising children? or being able to help your clients with, with raising children and to understand a little bit about their personalities and their natural inclinations.
1: Working with families is where the, this work just absolutely accelerates the impact. Now, we have a, a young woman that works with us, she's a five and her daughter's a seven, and she is working so hard to protect her daughter's curiosity, her 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 lack of boundaries with sevens live in a boundless existence. So she's not placing societal views on the way she parents her daughter. And this little girl is just burgeoning. She's just amazing.
2: Yeah. I got
1: my kids identified when they were four and six and eight and it completely changed how I parented them. I had them really quite misunderstood and this helped me so much. And to this day, I continue to learn how to support my daughters better. And this is 20 years later, they're all in their 20s. And so in family and in relationship, It is extraordinarily powerful. You know, In love relationship. We are attracted to the energies we know well. So we're often, especially in our early relationships, looking to heal relationships with our parents, because that's the way we're used to receiving love. Mm -hmm. Well, if you fall in love with somebody that's a natural number one and your mother was a one and you bring those conflicts in there, you're also you're, you're creating artificial conflict in the relationship. But to know that both those people are and you have a different relationship with each one of them. Allows you to honor that partner as one in a very different way than you would in your relationship with your parents. So, the knowledge of the natural numbers in family is super powerful. And it also turns out that grandkids, usually the first couple of grandkids, commonly have the same natural number as their grandparents. Well, it doesn't repeat directly in the nuclear family mother, father, and brothers and sisters. So, there may be a grandparent that you as a grandchild really relate to. And that can be very nice, actually. So when you understand the dynamics in a, in a family, this weekend we identif- identified a family where the father and the mother were a one and a three, and the kids are adopted and they were a one and a two. So they're all connectors in this family. And all, we just reinforce with them, do not have any conversations where you're not looking at each other, because all of you need that eye contact.
2: And going back to what you were saying earlier about, okay, if you meet somebody, we work with realtors all the time on this is if you meet somebody that it wants relationship first it doesn't matter what the house is doing you want to build a relationship how are you doing what was your day like and the other half if you meet someone that doesn't care about relationship they don't really want to know how you yeah. how was the day what was the weather doing it's like okay what's the status how's my house how's it selling what's the process
0: yeah yeah
2: so you're absolutely right you the disc is a, again comes from the same knowledge but not the knowing that there are yeah. different kinds of people out there and disk like the rest is you know, built wonderfully psychological model using some mathematicians that know what they're doing, asking questions and no hang on at us. But the bottom line is it's all based on this reality. There's nine different kinds of people. Right. And so whether you say, okay, you're doing the eye or whatever else you're doing on the disc, it's because half the population wants relationship when they want to get stuff done. They want to get stuff done too, but relationship first. But as,
1: as sixes. The most important thing is to get something done we love to get it done and get it done fast and that gives us a tremendous sense of satisfaction because then yeah. we can move on to the next thing because it's, it's like for sixes it's like let's work on the most significant most alive thing that's in front of me in the moment and yeah. it's always that way and that changes all the time and so you know and other people can't keep up with the change of energy the way sixes can yeah. so we get misunderstood and that was what you're pointing to with the disc thing that that misunderstanding, like, oh, you don't want your information right now. Let's get on with it. No. Oh, okay. Oh, you wanted me to say hello first. I'm so sorry.
2: And so an example of this would be I, I was in computers. I got into computers because if a computer annoyed me, I could turn it off. After doing this work, I actually enjoy being with people more than I enjoy being with computers, so it's a major shift in how I see the world and my life is a lot richer because now there's other people in it other than just the local IBM PC.
0: Yeah. One of the things that you guys have mentioned a few times now is the word connectors. And you've also, I noticed you've grouped numbers. So you've said, you know, odd numbers or even numbers. So do you find that people tend to have, they have their natural number, but that you can also group natural numbers into general characteristics such as this connector concept?
2: The numbers mean something. We don't know how the numbers got associated with the particular natural numbers, but there are nine and numerology is actually real. They, we know there were triads. We know there were pairs. Any two people together, any coupling of any two numbers are going to work. They're just different. people ask us, is there a good coupling that's better than others? The answer is no. So you
1: just get a different set of perpetual problems and good things, depending on what Mm. the combination is.
2: But yeah, numbers one, two, one, two, three, and four are much more about relationship. Five, six, seven, eight, I seven, eight, some extent nine, more about process, the even and numbers transformation. and transformation, the even numbers, more body-based, the, the odd numbers, slightly less body-based and more out-of-body.
1: Yeah. And there's some other fun things like the odd numbers start at the top of the sternum. That's three. And then underneath the chin, you have one, and then you have seven in the forehead and five in the back. So And nine is on the spine between the shoulder blades. And it's kind of that rotation point between the odd and the even numbers. So, the placement of the the numbers on the body is very interesting as well. So, the odd numbers are higher in the body, and the body based ones start at the center of the sternum and work their way down.
2: And the triads, the two, five, and eight, are much more based on structural things. One, four, and seven are much more based on infinite things. Three, six, and nine is all about energy, the ones in the chest. So, yeah, the the numbers all have meaning, and the relationships can be actually predictive. I mean, one of the very predictive numbers about the science of this is, and it is a science at some level underneath. Is that you can use the numbers to predict things for other things which is part of the scientific process the ability to predict so um yeah the numbers are actually important
0: well i think it's so cool that the two of you are super passionate about this and you get to do it together and you guys also are in a relationship so that i just think that is so awesome i'm wondering whether or not you feel that getting to know your natural number and your body of and the body of nine, of course, not just your own natural number is for people who want to grow in self-awareness or people who are already self-aware and want to grow further. Cause I guess originally I was sort of thinking, well, maybe this is a lot for people who aren't self-aware and need to know a little bit more about themselves, but then upon understanding and learning more from you, I'm starting to aware that I can actually maybe play the game better if I know how to, you know, raise my chin to to connect with somebody in a specific way, for example.
1: Well, I think it's it's like whatever it is for you, whatever stage of your own development you're at. You know, do are you just waking up to yourself? Are you know, have you been suffering trauma and abuse? You know, where anywhere along the spectrum to you know, fully actualize transformative beings that we don't know what that is yet. Um, you know, it helps you at any stage of your development
2: because. If you think about it, no matter how wise you are, and there's millions of very, very wise people out here that are working with other people or working on themselves and everybody's pretty wise and smart. But the bottom line is people around you can't hear you unless you can talk to them in words they understand with a body posture, if you will, that they can hear. So if you want to work with other people, you really need to know who you are and who they are. And if you want to work on yourself, Anybody that is curious about themselves, this is going to answer a lot of questions. I don't know that there's anybody that has been identified that has, has not gone. Well, that makes everything a lot of sense. Everything makes sense now because mm-hmm. it gives you context for who you are. and It lets your body and your soul and, of course, your spirit all work together. And that's, that makes everything more powerful.
0: Yes. Wonderful. So how do people get started to find out their natural number? Obviously, they book in a call with you too.
2: Yep. Just go to the
1: body of uh, go to bodyofnine.com. of Pick this uh, individ- either an individual couple or family identification and book that with us. And we will f- tell you what your national number is
2: anywhere in the world.
1: And okay. then once from there, you know, we have books and we have a program for people that want to get certified in uh, activating all the energies in their body. There's, you know, from there you go on to learn what you, what you're interested in. And we are partnering with, Coaches and holistic practitioners. So, if you want to get coaching from somebody that understands your natural number, that's available to you eventually. And so, there's uh, our goal is to get this out in the world so we can have a conversation about what does it mean. You know, would it would be very fun to be in a group of thirty plus sixes and explore well, what does that mean? What where where are the commonalities between us and where are the differences? Because those things are what indicate the difference between our nature
2: and our nurture.
1: This is powerful stuff.
2: Yeah, imagine your children going to school and their teacher honors them for who they are and helps them learn the way that they need to learn rather than everyone fitting in the same box. I mean, the implications for humanity Are are huge.
0: Yeah. And also I think people will be happier with less anxiety and less depression and less, you know, feelings of guilt and worry because they just are honoring how they're showing up
2: all those, because once you know who you are, it's hard to be manipulated. And you know, there's a lot of manipulation goes on in the media and magazines and stuff. Yeah. If you know who you are and honor who you are at the deepest level, if you love yourself, then it's hard for people to tell you, okay, well, you're too fat. You're too thin. You're too old. You're too great. You're too on any other, because deep down, you know who you are and then yeah. you can choose, well, yeah, I'd like to be a little thinner, but not because people tell me, so I just feel healthier.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. You can use your natural number to turn on your observer. And when you can observe your own behavior intentionally, you can see what underlying belief systems that might be unconscious that are actually affecting your behavior. And then you can choose, you can which choose. gives you freedom.
2: You choose wise action and courage.
0: Mm, beautiful. I love that you said that, that can too, do. Susan, because I, um, I'm rereading right now the Surrender Experiment by Michael Stinger. And I watched an episode where he was interviewed by Oprah and they were talking about stepping back and sitting in the seat of yourself and being the seer and how that just changes the whole game. And uh, I just love that, you know, you brought that up.
1: Yeah, that's what the simple physical adjustments of your natural number lets you do. It lets you begin to see.
0: Yeah, and get out of your own way. (laughs) So is there anything I didn't ask you guys? I mean, it's I mean, it's pretty hard to summarize 20 years of study. and and clear passion and all the work that you're doing in, you know, in an hour. But, you know, is there anything that you felt called on that you wanted to speak on? Anything you wanted to leave our listener at home, you know, knowing if if I didn't ask you already?
2: I I just like to remind everybody that there's hope. We started off the hour talking about how much of a mess the world can be. But this brings hope to me, gives us the ability because there there are so many people that want to be better, that want to live in a better place, that want to leave their children and their grandchildren, the world a better place. And this gives me hope that that's feasible. Personally, without having to do all sorts of strange things, you know, whether you're digging up coal or not digging up coal or renewable energy or not renewable energy, this is what you can do to make the world around you a better place.
1: Without actually changing anything about who you are, but just being you and knowing what that gift is and how to receive the gifts of others.
0: Beautiful. That's a wonderful way to end. Well, thank you guys so much for your work in the world. Thank you so much for helping me as well along my journey. And uh, I look forward to hearing more from you. And for our listener at home, I will put a link to all of Susan and Martin's stuff in the show notes. You can just head there and they're just a click away. Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you new episodes every Thursday.